What's up, fantasy footballs, gamers, nerds, whichever you are, welcome to the channel. Welcome to Nerd Sports Zone. It's season three, episode one. We took about a four or five month break just because we, we were both been off doing busy things in our life, taking care of our houses, taking care of our lives, taking care of our heads, our bodies. We've been going to the gym, taking all that good stuff. So with all that being said, let's bring John in. Uh, you know, he's the co-host. He's the brother. Let's bring him in. What's up, man? Welcome back. We're here. Back. Welcome back. That's Feels good. Scary. Feels good. Good energy. All right. I'm going to grab something really quick, John. I think you should grab yours, too. Um, I think what are we, we doing? So the results of last season's fantasy reaped the rewards, correct? Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, okay. you, you got what I'm talking about? Hang tight. Hang tight. Hang Be right tight. back. <laughs> Let's go, you guys. Step away real quick. <sighs> nice trophy. It came in the mail. Did they mm. not? Did they, did they send you a label though? No label. Huh. That's weird. I'll have to, I'll have to order you a label for some reason. It's all right. We know what it is. Championship material. Um, we brought home the gold, ladies and gents. Mike whole, and I took. Oh. The whole premise of this was to show that we brought home the gold. I won the big boy league, the league that. Was talking smack to me last year, saying I couldn't come in and win. They came into this chat, and they said I couldn't win. Well, I came in and I won the league, and I actually left it. So, this is the belt for that. And then also, um, uh, I put on here just for the person that tried to cheat us out of the playoffs. I put uh -oh, on you uh -oh. can't you can't see it. I put nerds men among boys twenty one to twenty twenty two. Karma comes around. All right, that's all I kept sending him before I left the chat. So, ouch. Yeah. So, and then uh, also the um, uh, the losers league. I won that league as well. He um, won the losers league, ladies and gents. It was a tight. So, it's always a tight race. So two leagues. I won two leagues. Feels good. But with all that being said, I'm coming back to the mic. What league did I win? I must have won something. You won the streamers league. That's right. John won the Streamers League. Aha. Uh -huh. I did, you know, Callisto, I loved your guys' league, though. I loved our league, and I'm glad to come back to it. So, I'm yes. Scoring that, record twice in yeah. the Deadline League. Yeah, I appreciate that. Shout out. That is up on is, is up on the shelf as well. So, with all that being said, it's been a crazy offseason. A lot of things have been going on. So, what me and John have decided to do to get back into the mix of things here is to actually do a two to three episode opener within the next week or two uh, to get back on track, get everything covered, get all the deals covered. Uh, you guys caught up. Get every every aspect that we can find caught up. The sad, the good, the bad, like everything that we're going to see um, that, uh, that we've seen across the league. So tonight's going to be kind of just us talking about our teams, how we feel, where they're at going into the season. Uh, draft results, What if we think that they covered everything the, the way that they needed to. So we're going to be pulling up names, we're going to be pulling up where, where colleges they went to and how we feel about drafting them, um, some of our other teams. The um, I'm going to be specifically talking about just the, just the presence of the team and, and how it feels different. Um, so that's, let's get into it. So kind of starting, uh, I'll, I'll get mine out of the way because um, there's, there's a lot of them. Um, so I want to talk about the Vikings. The overall, this Vikings offseason has been super positive. We've seen a lot of guys come back um, and openly speak out about the Mike Zimmer regime and how they couldn't really stand being a part of it. Um, Eric Hendricks, I can't remember what he said word for word, but he says something about you can't run a defense based off of fear or you can't run a team based off of fear. And what he was saying is that a lot of players felt – this immense fear when Mike Zimmer was coaching that if they did something wrong, they were going to get benched, which did happen, by the way. It happened in a lot of games, actually. If you go back and watch those games, Zimmer benched a lot of people if they had one bad play. And honestly, a lot of the games that we lost were down to like one point scores or like one possession scores that 
put the Vikings from what the record was to where it could have been. It was honestly kind of a wild season. Um, I think they lost nine games out of 11 that were all within one possession. I mean, you're talking deep playoff run to not even making the playoffs, right? It's, it's a world of difference. And the fact that they added an extra team just shows you what that kind of looks like, you know? So I'm going to pull up before we, I forget this, this process. I'm going to see if how lucky I get, I got to find which one was about Zimmer. Um, there's been a lot of negativity surrounding, uh, the Vikings kind of doubling down on Kirk cousins, which doesn't need to be there. So, and we'll cover that too. So, Oh, this is what the Vikings looked like the past years from 2017 to 2021. And this is why I have always been saying, I appreciate what Mike Zimmer did by taking our team from where it was to where it was for that 2017 to 2018 year, even the 2019 year. But then you see a massive drop off, but he slowly regressed throughout the five years. Defense under Mike Zimmer in the NFL ranks since 2017, they were first total defense, first scoring defense. In 2018, they were fourth in the NFL, and then scoring, they were ninth in the NFL. Going down into 2019, they went from the fourth to the 14th worst defense in the NFL to the fifth worst scoring, to the fifth most scoring defense in the NFL. Now you see a jump from ninth to fifth, right? So that's good. Um, but we still were again getting scored on in last minute game time decisions. This is you start to see a trend over the next three years. In 2020, moving on to that year, uh, 27th, a drop from 14th to 27th worst strength defense in the NFL out of 32 teams, and then they became the 29th scoring defense, so they were 29 out of 32 teams, and then. Last year, we go to this realm of 31st and 31st. There was only one team worse than us, and I don't want to mention who it was. Um, <clears throat> thoughts on that, John? It's time for change. You can't, I mean, you see the decline from 2020 to 2021. You just go from bad to worse. So after that, it's time to go. Um, but the future's bright. You got your new head coach, uh, Kevin O'Connell. Your new head coach, um, he comes from the coaching tree of yep. the the McVeighs. So you know how exciting that is. I know how exciting that is. I got my own coach coming from the McVeigh tree. I'm thrilled about this. I'm thrilled about this. I think this. you should. Um, they, the Vikings, when I, going into the season, I thought that they were going to be like, oh, well, we're not going to get rid of, you know, we're not going to get rid of anybody. And then all of a sudden, Mike Zimmer got, was taken care of. And then it became Clint Kubiak be being uh, removed. And then it became some coordinators being removed. And it was like, we're going to clean this whole house. We're going to clean this slate. We're going to pick and choose who we want. I was so happy when Clint Kubiak lost his position because basically he got that spot because his dad was there before him. Mm. So for him to go from being an assistant offensive coordinator to all of a sudden being the main offensive coordinator because his dad retired – I just didn't like that. I didn't like that from the beginning. And I was like, why don't we just go hire somebody else? I know that what their mentality was to like, hey, let's keep someone who knows the system. But sometimes that just doesn't work. Just because your dad did it doesn't mean you can do it. You know, and that sounds really harsh and mean, but I think that's the, the, re the cold, harsh reality of the situation. Um, so what that happened over the off season is the Vikings were talking about hiring a bunch of different people. I mean, they were – all over the map, um, all the way to Jim Harbaugh from Michigan uh, and then to the Wolverines. And then um, Kevin O'Connell kind of came in the picture, and Kevin O'Connell became the guy. And then the Vikings hired a new GM as well. He has a very complicated name. I can't really um, pronounce it effectively. So we'll just look it up, and then you guys can uh, – laugh at me when I try to read this off to you. Um, it's it's a tough one. It's, it's Who's a, talking? Um, he came from the Brands. He came from the Browns, sorry. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, he, he did great. I'm actually going to talk about him. Uh, Kowesi Adafo Mensa. 
is his name. Nice. He came nice. from the he came from the from the Cleveland Browns. Now I was concerned about this at first, but then when the draft came along, I actually kind of loved the decisions that he made, and I'll explain why when we get to the draft and we talk about our teams there. So, um, but this man, I mean, they they overall took. Yeah, your coach is young. Yeah, he's super super young head coach. Our GM our GM's young. We got young minds in the building. Um, he's gotten a lot of restructuring done for the for the team. It just good things. And this I mean this is the these guys look happy, right? Like I mean they, look at that group. That's a happy group. This is a happy group of guys between the Wilf family to the, these these new guys. You know, so, thank you for the compliment. Um, I was very happy with the hiring of Kowesi and then Kevin O'Connell. Like these guys know how to work. We've seen how Kowesi did the draft, and we're going to talk about that. We've seen Kevin O'Connell's offense not just as of late, but he won the Super Bowl. You guys, he won the Super Bowl. Vikings fans he won the Super Bowl. He's the he's the Super Bowl play caller. And somehow he is used to working with Kirk Cousins in the past. So coming down well, that he played, he played quarterback. So he knows Kirk and they work together well. So I think it's a great hiring at GM. I think it's a good, they are. I think it's a great hiring at head coach. Um, this was this, these good decisions have been made so far. And I was skeptical about it kind of going forward. But then I saw some of these decisions being made um, and the social media aspects are coming out. So to start it, this is what our Vikings 3-4 defense kind of looks like after restructuring and getting everybody back. So right now, after some of the moves that we made, we have a Darius Smith, huh? We took Darius Smith, and he still technically is owed money from Green Bay. Mm. Um, so every time we sack Aaron Rodgers, the, mm. pa the Packers are going to pay for it if Darius Smith gets it. Uh, we have an inside linebacker, Eric Kendricks, of course. We need him. Of course. Jordan Hicks is now there. Um, at inside linebacker. And, and now the, the other outside linebacker is Daniil Hunter. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he was hurt last year. Sounds like his training camp's going well. Um, they want him back on outside linebacker. And then at DN, we got DJ Wanham and Harrison Phillips. Uh, Harrison Phillips is coming from the Buffalo Bills which is a huge signing. He was a big deal over there. And then at defense tackle, we got an excited Dablin Tomlinson coming back. So that's, I mean, just those decisions are good there uh, as far as I thought. And then going back into the social media presence, um, Kirk saw a lot of fans talking about him. And all he had to say was they want to improve our weaknesses by eliminating our strengths. Kirk Cousins on some fans wanting a change at quarterback. And I agree with this, and I want to know what you have to think about it too because why would we – Kirk had crazy numbers and crazy QBR ratings, and I know everyone's going to say he's a stat patter. Uh, we've heard that. And do there is there some times where I question if this is the guy that can win this team a Super Bowl? Absolutely. I think um, there's some doubt in me sometimes, but like when you look at some numbers and you, you, you run them a little bit and you go, okay, maybe this guy is not our problem. I mean, he can't go out and play defense, you know? What are your thoughts on Kirk's personal um, Well, we looked at the numbers in the past. The fans? We, we've, we've seen it. His numbers aren't bad. His numbers aren't bad. And I don't ever think it's really on him. You know, he definitely needed some time to pass the ball offensively. So you address the offensive line. You've done that. You pick up some players, right? Yep. And I think Kirk Cousins is still a guy that can get it done. I think we looked at the numbers. Was he like not in the top like top ten performing? He 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 has been in the top ten. Yep. Has been in the top ten in, in in weeks. You know he he does pay that visit. He does make the top ten. He's got Justin Jefferson. What else? You got another awesome wide receiver. I, dude, your team's stacked right now. Yeah, they're they're looking. They're looking real good, and and Dalvin Cook is still is still solid. Like he doesn't give me a reason to, to doubt him. Like he's Dalvin Cook. He's gonna get you your touchdowns, especially in fantasy. And the thing is, is everybody gets they they kind of all get on Dalvin Cook about not being able to stay healthy, and and I get it. But if it's we the have running a, back position, 
right if that's becoming he's a bell cow what it is you know like when you have that bell cow running back it, it becomes difficult so the social media aspect still kind of continued and then this is uh this guy that um it's a unverified twitter account but i've seen him post quite a bit where it says people forget that literally an average defense could have won the tennessee seattle dallas new orleans and chicago games in 2020 we scored 30 26 27 33 and 27 points in all of those games I don't know what's the argument. Uh, he's saying that it's not being put on Kirk Cousins, that it's not being put on um, bad decision-making at quarterback or the offense. He's praising the offense for having these big games and scoring. The, blaming like, the defense. Yeah, and he's kind of blaming the defense and blaming the coaching. So you kind of saw this kind of slowly emerge over the entire offseason. And then we also had the conversations of Kirk Cousins coming back with all the negativity. And because this is supposed to be his last year, but now the Vikings have actually solidified a deal with him. It says the Vikings are signing Pro Bowl quarterback Kirk Cousins to a one-year, $35 million, fully guaranteed extension that puts him under contract through 2023 per sources cousin gets a raised 40 million dollars in 2022 55 million dollars payable by next march in a no trade clause so he doesn't want to leave minnesota no he wants to be there and it's not just about money and my personal opinion you see how this guy interacts with his team he wants to be there and then um some other numbers pulled for other vikings fans that are going to give kirk cousins a hard time Kirk Cousins is only 3,775 yards away from surpassing Dante Culpepper, the Vikings' third all-time passing leader, and 8,388 yards away from Tommy Kramer, 11 touchdowns away from Culpepper, and 35 touchdowns away from Kramer. So those are some big shoes and big names in the NFL mm. for anybody, not just a Vikings fan, and he's not far behind those guys. So you got to factor that in, that he's doing big things with this offense. And then we get into the draft. And this is where things are going to get wild. So the Vikings fans were wild on social media during this draft. And this is where about my drop-off point, and, go, and we're going to hand things over to John and his thoughts on the Chargers. Um, <laughs> so in the draft, the Vikings did trade. Okay, They did trade with the Packers and also the Colts and also the Detroit Lions. Now, the two that stick out are obviously the division rivals. But what happened is that these trades, the Vikings got better options and better picks through these trades, if not more picks, to cover more spots that were on their defense that needed to get hit. And they did. They did this phenomenally. Um, and they also, in my personal opinion, go Bison, right? I think they made the Packers reach for a wide receiver in the draft in the second round and we'll get to that and i love that player too um so in the draft the vikings traded with the lions and i took a screenshot of this and they the vikings received a round one pick for 32 when they were on the 12th pick they traded their they received a round two pick 34 a round three pick 66 then the vikings sent away their round one 12th pick around and around to uh, 46th pick. So what happens is the Vikings got an extra pick in the first, second, and third round. They, they, took, they actually took away from the Lions. Now, I will say the Lions had a really good draft. They got some serious weapons at wide receiver. However, I do really think the Vikings covered some of the holes that they needed, um, such as Lewis Seen. He was a safety coming out of Georgia, one of the best safeties in the draft of this last year. Um, and I think that with this team and this like this young guy, this young guy mentality that this team has, and this win now mentality, this is going to be a big deal because Justin Jefferson's wanting to win. You know, we get him while you, get him while they're hungry, and get him at together as a team. They can do this. So not only did we get him, um, we got um, another trade right after this, and the Colts were going to receive 
around 253 overall, around 377 overall, and around 6182 overall. The Vikings were going to receive a round 242 overall, and they were also going to receive a round two, around four. 122 overall now why this is a good trade in the vikings favor even though they're giving up a little more is that they traded away that third round pick to get a little bit higher than the colts in the fourth round and get a little more of what they wanted which did happen they actually got a little more um, of a player than they were anticipating and then they ended up getting like <laughs> A Caleb Evans and he was a cornerback out of Missouri one of the better corners in the draft and not just saying that as a Vikings fan he is one of the better corners in this draft so there's a lot of really good things that came out of this draft I was overall impressed um, with all these trades there is another trade I didn't get a tweet or a picture of that was involved with the Packers but essentially it was like a third round for a second round or I can't remember exactly what it was but fans were livid because they were all upset that the Packers got a shot at a wide receiver one. And ultimately, there was a lot of other guys on the board, but the Packers reached for Christian Watson out of NDSU. And I don't mean that in an insulting manner, but Christian Watson has played college football at an FCS level where they're used to dominating every season. And he's a great player. But to go after, I guess, like an FCS level wide receiver in round two, just because the combine numbers were crazy good. Now, I could eat those words, and he could turn out to be like another Cooper Cup, and obviously he's in my division. I'm going to have to deal with it twice a year. But I love Christian Watson. I hope he has an amazing career in the NFL. But I do think the level of competition jumps from college football and FCS all the way up into getting when you get next to – these other guys that play with the big boy schools, um, preferably. So I do think that they made they made the Packers reach. So I felt the Vikings draft was good. I felt like they really um, got momentum going the right way. Uh, Kirk and the offense are clicking. They're excited. They're learning. They they like working with Kevin O'Connell. Uh, this team likes to be with Kevin O'Connell. I think that it's an exciting year for the Vikings going forward. Um, and I'm actually going to the Vikings and Packers game September 11th. Exciting, so exciting. I, yeah, I'm stoked. So, um, what do you how talk about the Chargers? Tell us what you think about them and how their draft went and uh, what what you how you feel about your team right now. All right, so Chargers, I I'm so happy. I'm so glad they're my team. All right, the heartbreak and all. Let's see. First off, we draft off uh, we draft a offensive guard in Zion Williamson from Boston College, and he's just going to be an asset here to protect Justin Herbert. We got to protect the assets in the long run. A healthy quarterback is a happy quarterback. Um, we need we need some talent to get our wide receivers going. We're bringing him back. We're bringing back Austin Eckler. You know he he had a great he had a great uh, fantasy season. So we got to. We're going to bring him back. We got Mike Williams coming back along with Keenan Allen. Let's see. Talent-wise, talent, talent wise, like off-season acquirements, I think it was all defense. Coach Staley went and got his boys from, from – he basically got his Infinity Stones, if you think about it. True. I mean, he got Khalil Mack. He got Joey Bosa. We acquired J.C. Jackson, who was second in interceptions behind the number one Trayvon Diggs. I mean, we brought the talent on board. We brought Kyle Van Noy as a as a replacement for Joey Bosa when he gets tired. Like, wow, really? <laughs> Kyle Van Noy is our backup? Like, that's nice. Um, yeah, so very happy. I'm I'm happy to see J uh, Coach Daly have his boys back. Um, he got all the he like I said he got his Infinity Stones, and you should see the, the grin on his face. I love he that loves you, defense. I love that you referenced in Infinity Stones, because mm -hmm. I mean it. It does seem that way. Like they get who who they want, you know. Because they mean, got it, Khalil Mack. Seem... You have Joey Bosa. That's two. We have uh, we have Sebastian Joseph Day coming from the Rams. Mm -hmm. He's a Super Bowl champion. That's three. J.C. Jackson. We got a young Derwin James. Oh man, come on. Doesn't get much better, right? Just please stay healthy. That's all we ask for. We need this for 18 games. 
<laughs> like it looks good on paper, but dang it, you need to be there all eighteen games. Um, however, you guys, you you probably brought it up. You guys did a trade that kind of surprised me, uh, and it was receiving Khalil Mack and giving away a 2023 second rounder and a sixth rounder. How do you feel about that trade overall? Are you happy about that? Or, I mean, you're getting Khalil Mack, right? Like, that's got to be an upgrade. Right. It's a huge upgrade. And that just takes pressure off, you know, Bosa. It's you have to bounce. You can't just double team one of them. You, now you're going to start sacrificing some linemen if you got to double team both of them. Right. It's going to get messy. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't imagine having to I mean, like stop both those men coming at the same time. You know. You know what? But look at our division. I mean, we bring in you bring in Russell Wilson. You bring in the Devonte Adams. It's it's a loaded division. Yeah, it is. And uh, then, but I mean, how do I feel? How do I feel about this pick? You know, like uh, like Cronky says, "F them picks. We don't need them. Let's go get. Let's go get our boy." <laughs> um, speaking of uh, going and getting their guy, um, I don't really know if that's how this situation worked out. But I mean, let's talk about the Washington now Commanders. Now we didn't get the names, any of the names that we wanted. First off. We'll have, we'll have to get Robbie in here and see what his thoughts are on all this um, yeah. on episode. I haven't read his tweets lately. I wonder um, how he's feeling about them. I've been talking to him off and on, so it's um, it. I can't read him on how he feels about Carson yet. We'll have to get him on and uh, talk about that with him. I think but, he has to see it. He's more of a prove it to me. Yeah, I think I think that's like last time I spoke to him about his his thing with Carson was just kind of like a prove it to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's no reason why to hate on Carson, but if if he's coming to your team, I just prove it to me you're the guy. Well, that's the thing too. Like my concern with this is, you know, let's just about the name. So first off, they're not they're not the Washington Commanders, and their uniforms look really good. Like I I'm impressed with whoever designed the unis for these guys. They are nice. I actually really enjoy them. Now everybody kind of gave Carson Wentz a hard time about like. The mustard yellow suit that he wore, and uh, I, I was watching Pat McAfee when they were talking about that, and uh, Carson just looked different in that mustard yellow. You know, obviously, I don't know, he's got the red hair, so everybody's kind of like a little thrown off by it. But I mean, he's a team guy. You know, he's gonna he's gonna show up looking dapper, looking sharp, and I thought he looked all right. You know, um, but so we didn't get uh, any of the names that we wanted, but they came around to Washington Commanders. Has this name kind of stuck with you? Are you happy with it? Like, do you feel like you could get away with calling him this? Um, or how, like, how do you feel about them not being the Washington football team anymore? Like, what do you think about it? I mean, it is what it is. They're going to be, they want to be called the commanders. We're going to call them the commanders. Hey, unfortunately it's 2022. We got, we're going to call them what they want to be called nowadays. All right. They're the commanders. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fumble a couple of times. I'm gonna yep. refer to them as the football team. I may even slip in a skin in there. Yep. But yep. The commanders are what it is. Um. Hey, we are commanders. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> when they were like outside. <laughs> we are commanders. Dun 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 dun. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! Um, yeah. So I definitely with the commanders. I like the name. I uh, wanted the wolves though. The wolves was yeah. That was the name. Cool. I mean, you could have had the wolf pack. Oh, the wolf pack would have been sick. Yeah, I mean, you could have done so many things with the audience and like the crowd interaction and like the merch. Missed opportunity. I mean, commanders. We'll hope it works. I mean, um, we'll see what happens. They'll probably do some sort of like patriot type of thing, have soldiers on the field and some yeah. gun salute. We'll see. Probably, yeah. We'll have to see. We'll have to watch some live games and see like what we'll they. We'll have to score some touchdowns in order for us to see that. We'll have to see what they what they plan on doing here with it. Um, so let's also on topic of commanders. We we were talking about Carson Wentz. Now, I found this graphic. I think it's really slick. I think it looks nice. Um, Carson is now obviously the quarterback. He's now the quarterback one uh, per training camp. He He's looking good. Washington wants him. But, I mean, let's be real. How how are you going to not start Carson versus who was already there? You know, I think Fitzpatrick. 
Yeah, Fitzpatrick retired. Taylor Heineke, I mean, I thought that we saw some good football out of him. We even talked about him on the show. And then all of a sudden, the end of that last season happened, and he just kind of couldn't get the job done in some bigger games. And um, I think it's a step up. I think with uh, Carson Wentz coming to town, how I think it's a huge jump up for them from Taylor Heineke. I think it is too. I mean, and Heineke's a, a good backup. I mean, I wanted Heineke back Great. on the Vikings for for a Great. while. I don't want Sean Mannion. He's still on the Vikings backup list some, somehow, and I think he's the biggest waste of space on a roster um in terms of quarterback talent we need to go get someone who's going to push kirk to play better and um keep kellamond around go get somebody else that's like your third guy and have them all push each other now over in washington it's kind of interesting to think about carson being over there because of the fact that uh you know we're gonna have this situation now of is this carson's last shot right like like is say. it is it not i mean he went to the colts um how i thought my personal thoughts on carson with the colts was they were in a lot of overtime games they were in a lot of tight ones that they lost and there was a couple that he like threw a pick at the end or a mistake happened but um i really was kind of shocked that they got rid of him after one year like that quick and with frank reich there and everything Didn't I was, they trade for him too like yeah, they trade that like that was their guy, and then they just got rid of him like so quick. Yeah, it didn't work. Um, sucks. Like, do you, how do you feel that? Like, do you think that that was warranted, or that did he deserve one more year in Indy, or like, what are your thoughts yeah, on that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like he traded for him. He gave up a lot, but after listening to to uh, their owner, mm-hmm. their owner on McAfee, I mean, it just. It's not how they want to play football. It's not how. That's not how they want to play Colt football. They want to secure the ball. They want a pocket passer. They went out and got Matt Ryan. That yeah. running the ball stuff. That's not what that team is about. It's um, two different two different styles of play. So they got rid of him. I don't think they're no harm no foul. It's not disrespectful to him. Like hey, you just don't play our style of football. Right. So yeah, um, maybe it's bygones. We got to be bygones. Yeah, it's it's a mutual understanding. It's not no bad bad blood i think the biggest thing is that and we've talked about it before is carson needs to get to a point where he he's taking better care of himself and also the absolutely ball. i mean he's absolutely. putting he he tries to be this playmaker in certain situations and it's fine like he but he doesn't have to be but you don't have to be you don't gotta like put your body in the line you don't gotta like try to be you. that guy like just take care of the ball if you got to throw it out of bounds, throw it out of bounds. Like, there's so many times where you watch Carson try to just go out, of, and I respect the hell out of it. Like, absolutely. Like, it's like he wants to win so he wants to bad. Win. He puts the team on his back, but that back breaks. Yeah, more than more than we want to see. Right, and it's like, man, like you can't. You got to stay healthy, and I mean, we've talked about it on the show before where Brady, when he tore his ACL, it was kind of like, you know. Well, what's going to happen with him? And Brady elevated his level of play by adjusting to, like, how he could play effectively still. And, I mean, that man, we'll pull up a a stat line a little bit later. Uh, Like, what, of all the years that Brady has been in the NFL, right? All the years. And the the only times he hasn't made the playoffs or had a Super Bowl run was literally when he, he was hurt or didn't play that year. True. Or was it's true, you know, like it's it's pretty he bizarre. He knows how to stay healthy. He figured out how to stay healthy. He takes care of his body, takes care of everything else, and he's gotten to have this long this longevity of a career where he's only played for two teams. Carson, on the other hand, has been uh, on three teams now, and he's back in the NFC East. But that's gonna make it for an interesting thing is when he gets to go and play the Eagles. I'm kind of excited about that. That'd be fun twice uh, what if he gets what if he torches the eagles i mean he he's got he's got mclaurin he's got antonio gibson um like they have, do it. they have some they have talent a, over the there to do it um that that line needs to protect him and that i think that's what we've always talked about offensive line play that's what it's going to come down to is they got to take care of the quarterback otherwise you got to protect your quarterback um I, I, on the subject of quarterback as well 
there, there's always been this weird shadow of Nick Foles to Carson Wentz. Mm. Um, well, before we move on to that, I should ask, do you think this is Carson's last shot at a starting quarterback job if things don't go perfect? I think so. I think this is his last shot at a starting. Will we see him start again? Absolutely. Uh, I, I still think he's going to be somewhere in the backup and then just or sign somewhere else, and he's going to see a start. But this is his last shot to really be a starter. That's my thought exactly. I, hundred percent. I and I don't mean that in the worst way, in the bad at all. It's just, um, I think. But this is gonna be the last time before you hear him in the forefront. Like, oh, now replacing him is Carson Wentz. Right. He's no longer your. Uh, I'm not sold on him. Right, and he has to sell himself to this team. Yeah. He has to have a good year, and then he, then it hopefully it turns into this idea where he's their guy you know like they, they believe in him so i'm hoping the best for carson over in washington and i, and I can't yep. wait to see what happens this year go make go, it happen go go smash the eagles smash uh, the eagles twice a year maybe if they make the playoffs for a third time you know um so let's talk about tom brady brady retired uh per media now here's what i didn't like about this is <laughs> Per all all the social media, what's up with his eyes? Oh, that's just his Twitter account. <laughs> it's really funny. I love it. <laughs> is he some sort of cyborg? <laughs> like he's a machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so Brady. Uh, what happened to accumulate and catch everybody up? If you haven't seen it, which is almost impossible. Ian Rappaport tweeted that Brady was retiring and listed off his stats and all of this and that. Um, and it got really interesting where reports were coming out that Brady and his dad and agents were kind of upset. They were like, hey, like we haven't released any information. We haven't made a decision. And then Brady, I think like two days later, said, yep, I'm retiring. And that was it, you know, like he, he called it. And then – Two months later, uh, Brady went to social media and he said, these past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business, unfinished business LFG. We all know what that means. Let's freaking go. Um, freaking go. Uh, we know Brady's got that potty mouth that we love with that passion. So, um do you think it's a? Do you think it's good that Tom's coming back? Do I think it's good that Tom's back? Yeah, I mean he's still Tom Brady, dude. I think he like he won this over two seasons ago, man. Like, yeah, he did. He did. I mean it's Tom Brady. He's good for football. We said football. we said on this show when we were first starting it that Brady's going to go to Tampa and either get exposed as a system quarterback, or he's going to go win a Super Bowl. We said that, and he won a mm -hmm. Super Bowl. And then his second year in Tampa, he gets a deep playoff run, and he has a 23-ish, I think it was like 23 to 25-point comeback, and he loses off of a drive by the, by, the, um, by the Rams with Cooper Cup getting like a 60-yard pass. I mean, when he's off the field, he can't do anything about it. You know, like that On Brady's, man. I mean, comeback, almost wins the game. You can't go out that way, right? You can't. No. This shows... You still got it. Yeah, you we... didn't give yourself a shot. He didn't have a shot, you know? Yep, yep. And uh, I think that it really boiled, it, like, ate him, ate him. He's eating himself alive that he had that good of a game at the end there in the fourth quarter. And I was watching that game with some friends, and I said, this is not over. Tom Brady, fourth quarter. I haven't seen him fall off yet. Yeah, eight minutes left. I mean... This is typical Brady stuff, right? Like we've all seen him do this. Like I tell we saw, we saw Big Ben fall off this season, and that made me sad. It, yeah, it did. It did make me sad. Okay, but we haven't seen that from Tom yet. He's still delivering. Um, we and we can just we'll, we'll fire at the hip a little bit on that because we're moving along the topics pretty well. So obviously, Big Ben retires, right? Yeah. Um, I felt in my in my guts, I felt that Brady um, retiring. A lot of people said Brady retiring overshadows Big Ben retiring, but I don't think it did. I mean, I think 
I think they both had their respective time in the media yeah. of, of what happened. But you got to look at it two ways, too, as well. Like, Big Ben, he, you know, there's no words to, like, describe the drop-off that Big Ben Roethlisberger that we all grew up with watching on on the field every 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 year. He, he wasn't there, you know. Brady is just different. But with Roethlisberger, it's like he was getting sacked almost every play. He was getting the snot beat out of him every game. Like, um, too, so many sacks, so many injuries. I mean, his his arms were just given out. Like, he couldn't throw the ball that well anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like he held the Steelers hostage for, like, a couple of years because he just wanted to keep playing and thought that he could. And that is no, like, slight at Ben Roethlisberger or anybody as, like, at all. I just That's just what it felt like. It, it, it's like kind of let these guys move on with their team, you know? Like, let them let them do this, you know? Let, let them take, get it taken care of. And for me, it was just like, man, like, it, I think it's time. And then it finally happened. So um, I actually thought it was going to happen the year before. Were you surprised that he, he came back for one more year? Ben? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have to. He should. He shouldn't have. After that performance of a season, it was a. Uh, it's not the way you want to see your your like the people you watch growing up go out. You know, and it, go out it, the champ. It was tough. Yeah, it was really tough. tough to see it, was, go it was tough to watch. I really liked the way they they sent him out though at Heinz at Heinz Field. Like they gave him the walk the walk around. Yep. But yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I I liked that. I thought it was super respectful. I mean, you got to give that man the respect that that he is deserved and he's played yeah. for that team for years, even though it wasn't the best ending. He, he gave that team a lot. And Mike Tomlin, you know, up in, I can't remember what the Steelers record was and they might, he might've pulled it off. He's never had a losing season, even with that team, the way it was. Yeah. Um, so, so shout out, shout out to my, you know, big Ben. And then we get on the subject of the Packers. I now, interesting situations with Aaron Rodgers this past offseason. He would not give them an answer if he was coming back for the longest time. It it was almost frustrating, not even as a fan, but like and someone who, uh, as a fan of football, it's like, okay, you got to make a decision here, man. Like, what did you think about Aaron Rodgers, like, and what he was doing, and like, not responding, or like, not showing up to the spring training stuff, like, what did you think about that? Like he, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I think that it doesn't help the team. And then when he took that four-year, two hundred million dollar contract, that was a little insane to me. Like when you, when yeah. you're when you're the one complaining that you don't get paid enough and that you also don't have enough talent around you to like go win a championship. You're now owing four to the 49ers in the playoffs. Like how can you go ask for a four year, $200 million contract and not, not allow the team to spread that money around. Right. Yeah. I, dude, like that's exactly the opposite of what Tom Brady did in new England. That fool took pay cuts in order to get talent around him. Still didn't get talent around him, but it was able to keep Gronkowski paid, keep the people that they needed to get paid, paid. So like, in a way, like it's the complete opposite of what Tom did. You know, it's selfish, selfish. Okay. So be it. It's selfish. You know, Devontae Adams watches that and goes, okay, where am I supposed to come in? Right. Like, where's my paycheck, you know? Yeah, okay. How am I supposed to eat, man? Like, he knew I was trying to look for a paycheck, too. So where does he go? He goes back to his college quarterback, you know? But mm-hmm. back to their Packers car. are going to pack, you know? Okay. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to find the image. I saved it here. Um, I just found it odd. I mean... I, who are you gonna throw it to like really is this christian watson the guy i don't know you know I've... who else do you have you got no adams you have saint brown so i'll pull this up over here so everybody can see it just so it's easy to go through here sorry john mm-hmm. sorry i'm not trying to cover you up here that's no, cool mike wazowski I'll go over here. 
No, cover my face. It's fine. That's what I'm here for. So Christian Watson was a second-round pick uh, by the Packers. 34, 6'4", 208 pounds. I think he ran one this of the fastest. I think he ran one of the fastest 40s, um, 40 yard dashes. Um, and then this is, you know, we're talking numbers with like trying to like keep good teams around, right? Mm-hmm. So Tom Brady in his division in 2001, um, it, it it's just crazy to make oh. the playoffs. Cover uh, my face. I, I need to see these numbers. They, they didn't make the playoffs. Um, Look at that Tom look. 2001 playoffs to or 2001 they won the division 2002 did not win the division he still led the nfl in touchdowns 2003 wins the division 2004 wins the division 05 06 07 wins the division 2008 they do not win the division he tears the acl 2009 wins the division 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 wins the division 2020 does not win the division and they win the super bowl 2021 wins their division does not and obviously they they didn't win the super bowl last year um just crazy things like that and then um i have the image of the packers it's somewhere here i think oh it must not be that's okay but there was it was a four-year 200 million dollar contract that aaron Rodgers took and even Packers fans are upset about this. Like they're like I've I've talked to many Packer fans and they're not happy with Rodgers taking that money. Yeah, honestly. Like imagine that. Like you you take this giant contract, right? And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, I I still want talent around me, and then well, what talent are you gonna pay? Yeah, who are you gonna who are you gonna pay? Devonte left. Devonte, your best your best catcher just left. And then I think uh, the running back is out is out of contract this year. Who Aaron Jones is gone? Yeah. I think Aaron Jones is his. This is his last contract year. Sucks that that team is gonna fall apart. So I don't know. I, I don't I don't think it was worth it. I think that there should have been a restructure, and I'm sure there still can be. Um, but it's gonna. I think the Packers are gonna have a cap issue in the in the near future if they don't have one now. Yeah, that's my thought. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of some of the subjects that we're gonna cover in this episode, you guys. Um, this is gonna be like a two or three part deal, so we are gonna be coming back with more subjects. We're gonna try to keep them about hour long cuts. Um, just trying to get everybody trying to trying to get back in the mix of things. Um, mm-hmm. So, do you have any last minute thoughts, John, on on anything that uh, kind of sticks out to you? Yeah, well, we can save that for next one. I'd like to go over the Baker Mayfield situation. Yes, that's a good topic. Um, because I'm a big, uh, I I like Baker Mayfield. I think what they're the Browns are doing to him is kind of cold blooded. Um, he has done nothing to really deserve that negativity. Mm-hmm. But you know that could be discussed. That could be discussed. Deshaun Watson's like, a big one. Ties Deshaun in, Watson's just Deshaun Watson. Like I've, I, I care less about this guy. Like <laughs> now he's just ruining he's ruining things for other players. Now it's now it's pissing me off. Yeah, it's. We'll 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 save that topic. Um, so in that, the near, that is a big topic. We'll save it on in the near future. You guys will hear us talk about Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos, mm-hmm. um, Seattle's future. Um, yeah, what Seattle's offense look like uh, going forward? Um, there's there's a lot. There's a lot to cover. Uh, I'm sure that we missed. So I know it was kind of a short episode. Uh, but we're planning these out a little better before we start. Um, so I, we're excited to be back, too. So Absolutely. Callista says in the chat, it's great to have you guys back. It's always interesting to hear you, to, hear, you, hear you two chatting about football. Well, I think we have both good minds. Wouldn't you say, John? I think that we have different thoughts for the most part. Yeah. Like, we always seem to kind of bounce off of, like, the positive and the negative, you know? Yeah, I mean, we have to weigh it out. You know, we have to play the devil's advocate. That's what we do here. I I like to play that role. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, what we should do, what we should do for closing is we should try to find a way that we could get to like an LA Chargers game, a Minnesota game, like just at, where they're playing and meet up. That's not hard. All I have to do is just find the game in in, in Minnesota. I'm pretty sure the games would be cheaper. Really? Yeah, dude. These these Charger Ram tickets, they're not it. Mm-mm. Really? <laughs> they're not. $100 just to park? Get out of here, bro. <laughs> yeah, see, if you go to Minnesota, what you can do is you can actually book a hotel, buy your ticket, book a hotel, and not pay for it until you're there, right? And then yeah. you don't like you don't even have to drive. There's a tram. Like I've gone to so many Vikings games. There's an actual tram that takes you from the Mall of America to uh, US Bank Stadium to all these other places. You can just take a tram, and I think you pay like like ten bucks for a tram ticket for like twenty four hours. It's pretty sweet, and it does take you right to the stadium to where you can just walk up to it, go tailgate, have fun. Yeah, just for the game, man. It's just a hundred dollars just to park on site, and the local surrounding neighborhoods are gonna charge you fifty bucks to park in their neighborhood. It's really great. I also think everyone's clamping their wallets pretty good right now too, because the the gas prices are so are so high. Oh yeah, it's it's wild. And... Tell me, man. I'm thank goodness I don't drive a truck, but I feel, <laughs> yeah. I see them every day. I'm like, dang, it hurts. It yeah. hurts bad. Groceries too, yeah. My my sister was just telling me the grocery prices were ridiculous. Dude, we we went and got groceries the other day, and me and Becca wanted to get um, Tide Pods. And yeah. normally we get like these giant big tubs of Tide Pods, and the Tide Pods were literally a ten dollar increase. They went wow. from they went from thirty bucks. They went from nineteen dollars to like thirty. It's wow. insane blew my mind so we, we we just got the liquid detergent needless to say i heard that it's, that's just stupid so all right guys well we're gonna go ahead and uh we'll give somebody a little bit of a raid yeah and then um you do that we'll uh go to the end screen so we'll see you guys later all right uh when when is episode two uh we're gonna be planning that out and then they'll be popping up the next day or two i'd imagine so yeah maybe maybe this week maybe next week i i just stay tuned i, I i'm pretty sure we, we set for this week though yeah yeah there'll be yep. another episode this week just keep your eye out and we'll we're, we're gonna plan the topics out and uh we'll see you guys later all right guys thanks for